What's up, everybody? It's All-Star and World Series champ Nick Swisher here, and I'm stoked to tell you about my new podcast, The Nick Swisher Show, right here on Podcast One. If you know me, you know I've worn a lot of hats in my career, and each one of them has had highs, lows, and a whole lot of learning in between. And that's exactly what I'm bringing to this podcast. You're going to get crazy interviews with athletes from their struggles to their successes and all their unbelievable superstitions along the way. You're going to hear from hometown heroes that are stepping up to the plate and making positive change and influences in their communities. I mean, we've got scientists, coaches, comedians. I'm telling you, whether you're an athlete, a parent, a coach, or just looking for a little energy in your life, then Home Plate is right here. It's old school soul with new school vibes. It's the Nick Swisher Show, coming soon wherever you get your podcasts. Well, in this uh, scintillating episode, we'll get into uh, Sonny not being in the cars. Yeah, skip it out on being our in the cars. Uh, we'll get into the Velocity event that's uh, coming going on this weekend. We'll also uh, get into Gordon Murray in a really very cool Ford Escort sleeper that he's done. Such an impressive guy. We'll do all that. First, there's Geico. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Yeah, get it on, get it on, just get it on. And welcome to CarCast, man. Pearls Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Hello, how are you? Good. Sean's uh, out in the parking lot. He's got the different drummer 510. He says he's going to fire it in about uh, 12 minutes. Uh, kept checking. Said, is that okay? I know you're going doing a podcast. I said, I'm yeah. doing a car cast. Yeah, this is the one to do so it. So fire it up, man. <laughs> in, in an hour and a half from now, maybe like, hey, turn it down back there. But yeah, want to be able to hear it a little bit. Yeah. Love that car. Um, one of my favorite cars. I, I, It's not painted in the Valvoline color scheme, but it's all the Valvoline colors. And uh, that is just a good combination. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's interesting it, you say that. It's just red, white, and blue, but it's something about it does say Valvoline to me. It's the right. It's just the, the, maybe it's the, the shape hue, of the stripes and the, the hue of the red and the hue of the blue, which uh, which work. It, it's it's interesting because red, white, and blue is a good scheme on a car, but the American flag, red, white, and blue, is like blue, navy blue, mm-hmm. and red, red. When you go a slightly lighter version of the blue and a lighter version of the red, you just ends up with a with a better overall product, but. Uh, it's a cool piece, and um, we're going to uh, Sean's going to fire it, and we're going to head to uh, Velocity and uh, get out there and ring it out a little bit. And when it should be a fast, fun B sedan, two point five Trans Am run group over there. I've heard that um, 
think they're going to have uh, Morton's 510 BRE 46, 44, 46, 46, 46 car over there. The horse Quack um, Alpha yeah. is going to be there. The orange one that he battled it out with, uh, with Morton. And, you know, there was the big uh, kerfuffle about extra fuel uh, <laughs> that he had. But um, that'll be a fun that'll be a fun group. And um, I, I don't know if it's just nostalgia for me, but uh, those – that B sedan 2.5 Trans Am group, I, I just love those little cars. Yeah, and there's going to be a handful of them there. I think it'll be probably one of the more active groups that are up there because they don't normally get in. You know, there's not a run group for them at the Rolex Historics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it'll be kind of fun. And you know, the Velocity Invitational. Uh, when we spoke to them. You can still get tickets at the door, so it's going to be this weekend uh, as you're listening to this, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and it's going to be a little different. Like they, they kind of curated kind of uh, an exhibit, kind of car show, in, you know, in in the paddock area along with the racing cars. Um, they're curating some food for it. Uh, I think tickets were like 80 or 85 bucks, somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. But um, unlike Rolex, where they do run group, run group, run group, it looked like in between a lot of the, the racing sessions, they did some like exhibition session. Like they're bringing out Bugattis or like, a, a, you know, a maybe the T50 Gordon Murray car or, you know, Konazag or something. So there's kind of a, a little bit of that. What we don't get here for like Goodwood is the hill climb. You see the, all the vintage racing cars and the cool stuff, but then you see rare supercars or prototypes and you know stuff you've never even seen on the road or heard before. They're trying to mix that in throughout the day, so I think that'll be kind of cool to see and hear. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Mike August, who doesn't know anything about anything, but uh, you know. <laughs> He's uh, got a he's got a mind for commerce, you know. And when he was walking around Goodwood five years ago, he's like, "We need one of these in in the United States." Yeah, and um, you know that's how business works. It's not gonna, they're not going to go on doing Goodwood forever before somebody notices and goes, "What if we had a version of that over here?" So that's. Uh, Seems like that's kind of a template for yeah. what we're trying and, to do. The question was always like, where do you do it and how do you do it? And and who, who's who got the, the finances to put the right team together to do it? And I, I think Laguna Seca and Monterey is a great venue for that. But um, I also read recently that uh, there's a – there's like a car club and track being built in Arizona, and it's supposed to end up being like the largest private track for a for a car club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like a 2.1 mile, and then mm-hmm. they're building in the future date like a larger like 2.5 or 2.7 mile mm-hmm. track. And I don't know much about it if its elevation changes or if it's flat or if it's meant to be sort of novice and work your way up, but. Um, Interesting that uh, I don't know. I just seem like we're getting so much. All we talk about on the car cash shows is pushback from the government, and California hates cars, and everything's got to be electric. And here we've got a group of like-minded enthusiasts going, "Hey, let's let's build a track." Yeah, well, good. <laughs> you know? I, 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 wish I like there was that. more of it. <laughs> um, so we're getting that car ready. Uh, we got the tranny back in. Um, Hopefully, everything's sort of good to go. It doesn't really have any time on it, a very limited amount of uh, track time on it. So, you know, hopefully it'll be 
you know, ready to run when we uh, when we roll out there this weekend. I was checking the uh, forecast. Uh, I, I was worried initially that you know could be raining out there, but um, we got thunder this morning, like rolling thunder. Like yeah, <laughs> they said uh, you know the weather report says uh, no, like ten percent chance of rain each each day we're out there, and it'll be cool. It'll be nice. It'll also be interesting heading to town when the town isn't completely and utterly packed full of tourists and enthusiasts you know i mean might be i mean i love walking down the hill from the airbnb and going and checking out the auctions and whatnot but it is kind of a clusterfuck down there it is on a on a friday night and might be nice just to head downtown, down to town, and sit down at a Mexican food place that's, that's half saying, full like the, and just you know, have dinner. The, you know, there's some cool pubs down there. There's a theater down there. We've walked past a few times. There's some great restaurants, and a lot of it's really kind of booked up. Yeah, right. So now we can kind of, I don't know, maybe pick something that we want to do. Is Sunny coming? Now the uh, <laughs> the blooms off the rose. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, I get it. I've been down there a couple times. We came down for the Trans Am race, I think. Yeah. Then he came down for the uh, Monterey. Monterey, and he's like, "Yeah, I got my own friends." Yeah, I'm over it. Tired of watching Dad getting lapped. Do you think there's going to be a time where he's going to make his friends go? You know, does he have any car guy friends? The thing that's weird is he has one friend who's a peripheral kind of friend who seems to be kind of a car guy. Other than that, no one no one talks about it. Nobody, you know, like nobody says, "Hey, I hear you got a pretty cool uh, bunch of cars in your garage." Yeah. Can me and my dad like come by and kick some tires or something? It's 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 a culture, and the culture is. Oh, I think he just fired car, it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> the culture is dead amongst a certain group of people. I don't know. Who's picking up the mantle? I don't know if it's more of a, you know, inner city fast and furious group or something. Because I, I, I see, you know, I, you know, I think maybe Armenians or something. Or because the only people around here, and this is L.A. And you know, I don't go down and hang out in South Central or Watts, but. Around here, the only people with the exhaust system and the uh, and the sh- shorter springs on their Acuras are, are Armos. <laughs> well, you're in Glendale. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But there's enough white people in here, and I don't see them breathing on their yeah. Priuses. This is this is a cultural thing. And no, my son. Well, First off, let me say this. I told my son last night, when are you getting your license? He's like, I'm good. I don't need my license. I said, I need you to get your license <laughs> yeah. because at some point I'm going to need you to make a run. You know, like I'm going to want to say head over to the shop and get the truck and bring it over to Sean's house or some version of that. Yeah. Or we're going to go out to dinner and I'm going to have a martini and I'm going to go, you drive. You know, like right. I, I need you to do this. Yeah. Not not about you. He's all up in his electric bike and that's about all he needs. I When I was 16, I was looking forward to going out to dinner. I'm like... Hey, Dad, don't feel, you know, listen, you want some Chianti or something? Have at it. It's good. I'll get us home. I was eager to drive. I just wanted to drive. 
<laughs> but, there's something wrong with everyone now. But uh, like none all the, of the kids are into the cars. They it, it, Sonny doesn't even talk about. I mean, the kid is 16 and a half, doesn't want a car. And and by the way, lest anyone think out there that there's any molding of kids. You know, I had dreams when I was a young parent, you know, like the biggest thing, the most important thing in my life was football, was Pop Warner football as a, as a young person. And then later on, it became cars and then it became building. And, you know, I had these kind of dreams of my young son on the gridiron out there, you know, lighting guys up from his free safety position. And then the weekend, he'd be in the garage with me turning wrenches. And then at some point, we do that Budweiser commercial where we're going to add a deck on together, yeah, yeah. you know. Not, not even close. Yeah. I, I don't... Uh, You're not, not Tom Toretto and his dad? <laughs> <laughs> Hold my Corona a little bit past the opening yeah. of my hand. No, talking about Familia. No, I, I, I don't. I think it's cultural, though. I don't think it's just me. I, these kids, you know, I noticed it back here many, many years ago. I brought it up before, but um, God, it must have been fifteen years ago. You know, Jimmy brought his uh, young son Kevin over here. By the way, that car sounded good. I don't know yeah. if you guys can hear it in the headphones, but yeah, he uh, he just sort of showing Jimmy around or whatever. And uh, Kevin just like literally was walking around as a nine year old and just I had a go kart out there. He just stepped over it, yeah, and just sure. like, sort of kept walking. And I was like, oh man, we are we're done. We're we're far apart. We're cooked. <laughs> and um, Sunny. Doesn't talk about cars, doesn't talk about his car, doesn't talk about my car. None of his friends do. There is no wrenching. There's no building. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with, like, I could, you know, if you, the coolest thing you could have done for me, like, as a kid is shown me a set of rims for a car or a really cool snap-on tool or something. Like, if you just gave me a snap-on half-inch drive ratchet, I would have just stared at it like a you know native looking at fire you know just yeah. oh look at this oh the action ooh how it feels you know i i my entire life i've i've been that way nothing zero burger yeah i don't know not a thing yeah i don't know what that i mean i, I there's a lot of other distractions these days but i'm not sure why automotive isn't necessarily resonating with this group and i you know i was also saying like what do the parents drive in that neighborhood maybe everyone's just got like a tesla or something electric that's kind of everyone either drives something that's plug-in electric or they drive something that when you pop the hood you're just looking at a giant plastic shield with the mercedes emblem on it yeah it's just like i don't even know where to you know, we're not pulling the plug. None of the on parents, none of the parents, even when you're walking around the neighborhood. I, I know every time you walk through the neighborhood, there's the Fox body guy with the mustang, and Phil he's, takes a dump on his lawn. He's a little <laughs> off, that guy. <laughs> that guy, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He's got a teal Fox body uh-huh. that he likes to get push around the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But what what do the other parents have? There's not By the a way, hot just so dad? you people know my neighborhood. <laughs> The the teal fox body from the early nineties, mid mid early nineties. Yeah, early. Just so you know, 
that guy is not a homeowner in the neighborhood. There are no buddy, nobody's pushing <laughs> around $7,000 cars in that neighborhood. He is the adult son of the elderly woman who lives in that house, and he lives at home. Yeah. So Sounds like a genius. You do the math. <laughs> but, uh, Listen, that's going to be sunny. He's that gonna is going to be he's sunny. He's going to be the adult minus, living at home. Minus the car. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's the culture. Yeah. No, not interested. You're right. Like a lot of the higher end cars, the luxury cars, the sedans, the SUVs, a lot of those, they're kind of meant for – you know, you don't open the hood. You don't do anything. You you know, you need new wiper blades. You you let BMW put them on for you. Like that's that's wow, it. Most There's no hot rod dads. Nobody's got an old Corvette in the garage or something. Uh, there's a couple of guys in the neighborhood. There's one guy who I just got to go knock on his door. He's got the garage with the vaulted roof. You know, it's got the pitch on it mm-hmm. and in a in a fake window up in the gable and it looks like from the outside that it's just a kind of standard garage but if you go inside he has a hoist and there's no ceiling so the hoist can go up it's it's a it's a sort of facade this looks like a traditional garage and up up top would be storage or something right but there is no up top. But, but if you walk up there and first. it's a sex dungeon, you're going to be like, sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, he's a Porsche guy. He's got a couple of Porsches okay. up there. It's uh, it's all new cars. There are a couple, yeah. of, couple of Porsches and once in a while you see a Ferrari or something like that. But it's all kind of newer stuff mixed in with a crazy old timer going down the street in some 50s or even 30s era old car every every yeah. once in a once in a blue moon but not none of sonny's friends like they're you know walking down the hall to sonny's room they don't poke into mr corolla's office and see cars all over the walls and and awards and go hey mr now, corolla I, I, you you like what is this what is this they don't even need to know if it's a porsche or whatever like what, no there's nothing the, the the closest i ever get to anything is you know some of some Natalia's friends, a couple guys. Are like, oh, my dad saw you on Tucker. And that's <laughs> that's as close as I get to recognition. Well, the kids are all kind of like you said; they're turning sixteen now. So, what about the other kids when they roll up in their new three series or something? Like, is there a little bit of hey, I got a car, I got a car? Natalia has one friend that drives a Ford F one fifty from like two thousand and two. Yeah, okay, a chick. It's funny, and uh, that's about it. I don't. It, there, there's no culture. There's no talk. There's no. The kids are all riding bikes over to the no, house. Like, no, they. I somebody drives. I don't know who Uber. they borrow. Uber. Their, they Uber. It, they're just. They're. It's just. They're not interested. Which is insane because you got to picture us when we were seventeen going, yeah. going insane. Right. I I loved my bikes. I loved the BMX, but. 16 came around, I was like, I'm never riding that goddamn thing again. Yeah. You know, like, I'm getting in a car. And, and yeah, we hung out, my brother and I, friends of ours, we... You guys built a Mustang? Yeah, we, we, we tooled on a lot of cars, a lot of trial and error. We broke some shit, but, like, we were 
working on the weekends, bagging groceries and washing dogs and all that stuff when I was at the pet groomer. So we can buy a used nitrous kit and, and, and then maybe trade it for a used set of cylinder heads. And then, you know, my mom would come out and I think my mom kind of liked that we were all kind of hanging out at home, even though mm-hmm. she would never be able to park her car in the garage because right. we've got, you know, we've got an engine pulled out or the top end of an engine pulled out. There's parts everywhere. Right. Uh, you know, and she was just like, who wants a PB&J sandwich and and some iced tea? And she's like, you know, that kind of thing. I think she just kind of liked that. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> what, 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 what I'm basically saying is, is um, I, there is no nature. There's no nurture. There's no nothing. My, my dad is not interested in cars to the point where he doesn't – I mean it's never been discussed. He's never owned – my dad has never owned – you know, my dad's 91. He has never owned a second car or a car that you could remotely confuse – could be confused with an enthusiast, you know, type car. Like he, he yeah, just yeah. – never – Well, you leased him a Jag or something and I don't even know if he ever drove it. But <laughs> I know he didn't drive it to your house. Like the one time, well, he wanted to send a message. Yeah, like the one time he should drive it would be to the house of the guy who leased the car for me to go. By the way, I appreciate this every day. Not a good. He, my dad's <laughs> but, not a good businessman. But man. instead, he rolls up in whatever hunk of shit he was driving at the oh, time. Rav four. <laughs> oh no! Wait a minute. The Honda was it the CRV? Yeah, CRV, and the, not a new one. By the way, front wheel drive. Yeah, stepmoms. Cloth interior, big opening where the pumpkin should have been yeah. for the rear wheel, for the all-wheel drive. I was version. even at the house. I walked by and I was like, I thought, and I was like, whose car is this? You're like, it's my dad's. I was like, I, th- I thought you leased him a Jag. And then it's literally 37 minutes later, we figured out what happened. It was just It's literally a, a beige on beige cloth interior, yeah. front wheel drive, four banger that my dad... Well, we, he never admitted it, but it's really that car gets seven miles a gallon better than my dad, and my dad's cheap, so he thought, well, I'll just drive my – he's not a good business person. Yeah. He, he's putting mileage on the car they own and not putting mileage on the car that's leased that's well under its mileage and needs to be turned in in a month. Yeah. So that's the kind of businessman <laughs> he was. But also, uh, he was also negotiating for another leased luxury yeah, car. Yeah, at some point he was. And I just told him no. You told him no. But he did sucker you into a trumpet. He did. <laughs> well, he, he or it was suckered, like the wrong trumpet or something. He I don't remember. He me into a $1,500 trumpet and then told me it wasn't good enough. <laughs> And then then suckered me into a $3,000 trumpet, which he can't play very well. Yeah. It's too much trumpet for him. It's too much trumpet. I didn't know that was a thing. Too much trumpet. Yeah. yeah, Let me tell you about instruments. Chris knows better. Chris, can you play too much guitar? Chris knows better than me. But let's put it to you this way. I could make use of a mountain bike. You could make use of a mountain bike. I like a mountain bike. I would be happy with a $700 mountain bike that had like a disc brake and a mono shock on it. Yeah. Um, but once you get to like 28 grand for a mountain bike, <laughs> yeah. you're wasting your money okay. on me. It's too much mountain bike for me. Yeah. I can't, I'm not good enough on a mountain bike or whatever my riding requirements, they do not demand a, a full titanium 
mountain bike made by Porsche, I, I can go, I could head over to Costco, get a, whatever the top of the line mountain bike they had for 789 bucks. And that would be more than enough. Yeah. And I feel that way with my dad and his $1,500 trumpet. That is enough trumpet for you. $3,000 is too much trumpet for you. It doesn't. Yeah. Makes okay. sense after a certain point. I mean, Chris, does uh, that seem uh, astute? Yeah. Yes, but and I've it, actually asked trumpet players about it, and they said, "Yeah, that the the first one you got would have been sufficient." But it, and it's but on the mountain bike and like you know the Porsche GT three, that's more car. You'll never push it to the limit. But I, I so you're saying he's not a good enough trumpet player to to really. Make use, push it to the limit, right? Right. So, I, I guess that would apply to like I don't know a drum set or a guitar as well. You can you know, like you could play a really good guitar, and I'm not saying legacy or story or whatever, right? Right. I'm not saying you're playing Eddie Van Halen's guitar, but you see, I don't know, fifteen hundred guitar, fifteen hundred dollar guitar, and then you see the one in the gold case with lights on it at Guitar Center, and you go someday, but not today. Yeah, you can only take it so far with right. with your skill set, and yeah, it's just at that All point, right. it's yeah. just money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I, it's symbolic. Yeah, it's symbolic, yeah. what it is. Like my son owes me a better trumpet <laughs> for that car he never leaves me. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And then it just, whenever I visit him, it just sits there and mocks me. You <laughs> should have leased the trumpet. He has it set right next to him yeah. in his chair. You should lease the trumpet. The trumpet doesn't have enough hours on it. It's going back in a month. He owes you a song per visit, minimum. <laughs> <laughs> He's 91. Like, he just, uh, he doesn't have enough wind to really blow that thing. It's a, it, one day I'm really going to take a deep dive into my dad and his trumpet and exactly what that is or what it was but it is basically like i see here's the thing i'm yelling about this on uh my show i think which is i have things that i like very much like like race cars but i know my dad has little to no interest i mean just less than no interest in it now one could say well maybe he could step up his interest because you were interested in it but that's not how my family rolls either they're interested in it or they're not and he is not and so there's this thing that i'm you know i visited him uh four days ago um i'm getting amped up about going to the velocity race when my dad says what's new, I don't say good news. The different drummer car <laughs> is fueled up and ready to go to Laguna Seca because he doesn't know what any of that is. Yeah. And and we're not going to have a conversation about it because he's just going to look at me and nod and then we'll move on to another subject, possibly trumpet Possibly talk. trumpets. I'm aware of this, so I don't talk to him about it. And I'm aware I, – I was – um, discouraged, not not verbally, but emotionally, from anyone in my family. I don't talk to my sister about cars. I don't talk to my mom about cars. I don't talk to my dad about cars. I, I don't, nobody likes cars. They, and they don't. By the way, I might as well just speak Chinese. I don't even know what you, you could say. BBS rim with a who's your slick on? She they would when they just that, look yeah, at you right. cross eyed. Like, they don't know. Yeah, and that's fine. That, that, they but... don't know what a Z car is or like a turbocharger or nine thirty five. Like they don't know anything. They don't know where Laguna Seca is. They don't know Rolex <laughs> Historics. 
I don't bring it up because they don't know anything. But my dad will just sit there and talk to me about his trumpet all day. And I'm like, Dad, this is a two-way street. Yeah. I have no – I I don't play the trumpet. I don't care for trumpets. So you should honor our unspoken uh, tacit agreement, which is I will not bring up cars. You talk about something other than the trumpet. Right. Or or we keep it to, you know, three minutes each. <laughs> so you both could tune out for three minutes each and let the other guy kind of feel good about you. You could not <laughs> talk to my dad or my mom about cars because it'd be like talking to a blind person about the color orange. They just go. You'd be going, can you picture it? And they'd go, no, I don't even know. I like, there is no conversation because there's nothing they know and nobody's less interested. But the point is, is my dad is less interested. Look, I'll give you this. He, I won't say he's the least interested person in cars in the world. I would say it would be a tie between him and and any other American who had no thoughts about cars and didn't care. Yeah. I won't say that my dad is going to, you know, hoist a trophy above his head as the least interested. It'd be a, it, he, he'd, he'd be tied with my mom as people who are the least interested in cars. Then there's me. I'm, I'm uh, the most interested. And then you go to Sonny. Sonny is the least interested. So how do you figure this? Yeah. How, who, who's in charge here? <laughs> How does this work? And, and not even a little bit of engagement at all. That's the thing. Just not even a little bit of engagement. I, <laughs> I was, I was going to a sushi place once and ran into Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. and um, it was funny because he was dressed like Gilligan, hmm. <laughs> and, and uh, he was kind of waiting for like food to go, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I'm a fan. Like, I like the Wesley Snipes movies. I like stuff. So I went up to him, and just for fun, I pulled out the old school. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Big fan. It's like, loved you as Slick in Miami Vice. Mm. It was like his first acting uh-huh. role. And he was like, oh, you're going way back. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, that was that was kind of fun. And then we chatted for a few minutes, and he was like, you know, what are you into? What are you doing? And we mentioned some car stuff. And he said, he said, I don't know anything about cars, but I appreciate them as art. Yes. And I was like, that's a great answer, right? right? It's just a great answer for him to be like, we could talk for a minute about cars. No, I, I but just don't get into BBS wheels. Good to say I, I totally, I, I agree. And it's sad that most people aren't wired that way. They just go, I'm not a car guy. But he gave a charming answer. He's like, yes, we can do three minutes on cars. But go now. appreciate yeah. them. I'm not, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how to play a Steinway, but if you show me a Steinway grand piano, I will appreciate it. Yeah, the difference between cars and a Steinway is a lot of people have never seen one in their life, and they people see cars every day. True. Right? So they're, they're there. Well, right? speaking of cars and every day, uh, Gordon Murray, you were telling me off the air about this. So, you know, Gordon Escort. Murray has always been pretty, pretty quiet. And with the new company, GMA, Gordon Murray Automotive, he's been doing some press. We got to chat with him at, at, mm-hmm. uh, at the Quail. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, a YouTube show called The Late Break Show went to go and visit. Um, they went to GMA, and he's been building out his 
car collection at like the underground garage. Mm-hmm. And there's videos of that where you can tour the collection. The guy walks through. It's really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some old cars, some new cars, just his wish list of cars. Mm-hmm. But one of the ones they focused on was this Ford Escort MK1. And he hired a shop. Like 72 or something? Yeah, I, th- I think so. He, I don't even really – yeah, and it's very much like your Escort, your mm-hmm. race car. Mm-hmm. And – he just loved the twin cam engine. He was just like, it's all about the the kind of the twin cam, and that's what got me into these cars. And it, you know, it's small and it's lightweight. But he's he he talked about his love for the Cortina, and I think he's got a Cortina race car that he wants to get out there and race some more. And he talked about how, you know, that car's a hundred horsepower ish leaf spring. You know, uh, handles poorly, fun, but just a handful. And he's like, well, how do we make a streetcar uh, escort that would be kind of fun? So he, he gets into this this car, and he has a shop basically build it. He's like, I want it to look bone stock. Do not hot rod the body. Do not hot rod the wheels. But let's get into this thing. So it's, it's carbon fiber hood, carbon fiber trunk lid. Everything else is pretty much stock. They did a custom interior but made it very kind of retro style. And he had Cosworth make him – uh, you know, a twin cam four cylinder racing mm-hmm. engine mm-hmm. that's now he, he said about two forty to two hundred and fifty horsepower. It's an mm-hmm. eight thousand RPM. First, you got to hear it; it's fantastic. He uses a Mazda six speed uh, MX five uh, six speed transmission. Hmm. Um, they put an independent rear suspension in it, and he's really talked about getting the 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 roll center low on the leaf spring car. The roll center is so high and oversteers. He goes, this allowed them to really get the roll center low. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they made a McPherson strut front suspension mm-hmm. and, and he goes, and it just works and it's got air conditioning. Uh, it's, it, it's, he's like, I drive this thing all the time and maybe you can find a clip of, he'll talk a little bit about it. Maybe you can even just hear him get on it. As long as you don't go under two. Under 2,000 uh, RPM, he's talking about. It behaves itself. Yeah. What sort of, I mean, when you've been using it for commuting and stuff, what sort of a reaction does it get? I mean, no, no, no reaction. Assuming they don't notice you. <laughs> this is an amazing motor car. Not, not this particular one, but the Mark 1 Escort is an amazing motor car because so many people have stopped me and said, oh, that was my first car, or that was my dad's first car. Yeah. <laughs> or I had one of those, or, you no know. No back my, seat, my, right? He had it removed because he's really tall. Sort of yeah. Oh. And, it, and he wanted to move the seat back. You'll you'll find a piece of him like you'll see his foot slap on the gas, and because he, he goes, he's like above two, and he goes, once you just jam it down. I'd like to see the engine, Chris. Yeah, there's a there's a shot of the engine somewhere, and there's a shot of the rear end. There you go. Yeah, uh, that's beautiful. I mean, it's I mean, this is a really really nice. Build. I you know I don't know where you're at with this. I know where Gordon Murray and Jay Leno are at. I appreciate the shit out of the sleeper car with the whole suspension's been redone and the engine's redone and everything. And then there's a lot of pride when people go. And then sometimes what people will do is they'll repop the rims. They'll be instead of 14-inch rims, they'll be 16-inch rims, and then they'll split them, but they'll put the old-school hubcap on it and give it a stock look or whatever. Yeah, you fit a bigger brake in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I think, uh, you know, it's sort of Leno did that thing with the uh, Torino. Was it the Grand Torino? Yeah, and then he did yeah. a Buick. Probably done a few of those. Yeah. My, my point is, is I'm a little more the singer route guy. Like, I, you know, there's that thing where you go, I pull up to the filling station and people just walk right past me and they don't even know what's under the hood and they don't know what the rear suspension yeah. is independent and we got McPherson fronts and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I kind of like them to know. Yeah. Like I, I would like them to stop and go, Jesus Christ, I didn't know a, uh, sorry, what was uh, escort, escort, a yeah. Ford Escort could look that good. Right. Right. This is, I mean, this is bitching. To him, and it's bitching to us, and I do not want to denigrate it in any way, shape, or form. I'm saying I much I prefer the let's uh, the singer road, which is you know what it is, but it's also been you can see what's been modified, right? Instead of just going with stock mirrors and door hinges and all of this stuff, you go, well, how can I make it a door little handles, better? Door handles, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I think this one had like exterior kind of hinges. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, I stand um, corrected. Um, but you're right. Just looking at everything from door handles and badging and and latches and and hood lifts bumpers. And, and actually the bumpers on that are made to look exactly stock. They're handmade stainless steel. And yeah. then crowed. But all he really my, made him look stuck. All, but it's all my point, which is the guy at the gas station. It's not going to know the difference. No. Nobody knows the difference. This guy didn't know the difference. And Gordon Murray's like, oh, those are handmade. And then, by the way, made a completely stock hood and a completely stock trunk lid. But they redid it in carbon fiber. And it's completely painted top and bottom. Yeah. Right? I, like, well, I will also say this. If, if anyone who's done this to this car, you would immediately go – that motherfucker's into cars. This <laughs> yeah. is not the guy who got the rims for his Denali. Yeah. It, I think the fascinating thing about this, very interesting thing about this video, is you talk with Gordon Murray, and as much as he is into design, he is an aficionado of engineering. He's so into the the mechanics of suspension and mm-hmm. aerodynamics mm-hmm. and and just all of that stuff. And he had thoughts about this car, um, but it was the shop that built it that really went to him with a lot of things. And he credited them a hundred times in this video going, it was their idea to do the independent rear. It was their idea to bring the roll center down. It was their idea to stiffen this thing up to make it work with the horsepower. He said he really only kind of had two thoughts on the car. One was he did want it to look stock. He didn't want a hot rod body of any sort. Mm -hmm. Um, And... He said he had such a long, wonderful relationship with Cosworth that it he really wanted to do something with Cosworth. So they mm. came to him with, you know, more than double the horsepower. They, you know, he's about 240, 250 horsepower. We're going to enter this in the B sedan race. And and so and, and again, driving this car again, he's like, I got to get like into my Cortina, like race, race that again, not. Not I a bet hot he's rod got version. a gay son who doesn't give a shit about cars. <laughs> Probably. Do you have the engine spooling up here, Chris? In throttle, 3,000 revs. And full throttle. Right, okay. How does it pull? Yeah. <laughs> you 
you going to do some track stuff in it? Do you think? I'm going to take it to the track and see, but I know I'm going. I know it's going to be tempting to stiffen it up, but I don't <laughs> want. I don't want to. So I'm. I'm almost loath to take it to the track. Whereas yeah. the the old Fisigato I've got, that's a bit stiffer. Yeah. And a lower centre of gravity, and that's a that's on the track's fantastic. Is it? And it's still comfortable enough for the road. You know? Yeah. I get the impression. I wonder where out where in England he is. Uh, I'm sure you can find it wherever Gordon Murray Automotive is, wherever GMA is. So when's the T50 dropping? Um, I, I so they've done a few prototypes, and like we saw it in Monterey, I don't think any of the cars have been delivered yet. Um, maybe pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe um, Kenapa is the the U.S. distributor for that car. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure they're all sold. Whatever he's going to bring to the U.S. are sold. Well, hopefully we'll see Bruce up at the Velocity oh, sure we will. thing, and yeah. maybe we'll see Bruce Myers. I don't know. We'll see the, both the Bruces. All right. Uh, San Diego Mic Drop, October 28th and 29th. Um, Mic Drop Comedy doing live pods there and stand-up there as well. And then there's uh, Las Vegas Wise Guys, November 2nd, St. Louis, November 11th, 12th. You just go to AdamCrawler.com for all the live shows. What do you got, Motorator? You know, this weekend up at uh, Velocity, I'll uh, post some pictures and let you guys know what that looks like. So uh, just follow me at Motorator on social media. And come say hi. So, till next time, Adam Kroll for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare, the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. All this month, celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with Pluto TV. Watch movies like Compadres and the Spy Kids Trilogy or your favorite stars like Luis Gerardo Mendez in Camino a Marte. Plus, Pluto TV has thousands more movies and TV shows and over 45 channels in Spanish, all for free. So download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming today. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.